0: Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode you get a notification and follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. So I've been fasting for almost like 10 months now. I try to stop eating at 8 o'clock at night time and I have my first meal at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And what I have for my first meal, a specific set of foods, I have olives, dark chocolate, Brazil nuts, walnuts, I have egg, I have salmon, I have a coffee, and I have pumpkin seeds and um, sunflower seeds. And they're mainly like fats because I'm on a ketogenic diet. And so I have such... I have amazing energy levels all day, every day. I can go for a walk and I literally could eat at 12 o'clock. And then the next meal I have is my main family meal at eight o'clock. And I have just, I feel so good all the time. And people these days they're eating so much so often unnecessarily their brains thinking of food and they're eating and they've no idea not only that's why everyone's fat but that's why they feel so shit and feel like tired all the time like people they sleep and they sleep and they sleep and they're still tired and it's often because of diet
1: you're absolutely right oliver uh well diet plays a huge part you know in our well-being, right? and like my philosophy when healthy lifestyle 80% is the nutrition and then the 20% is the active lifestyle. So it's not like you know the gym session, people work out and all that right that's only 20%. But 80%. And just like what you said right you know a lot of people eat all day their brain cannot function they're thinking about food all the time. It's a vicious cycle because once you it actually goes back to what you feed yourself with first thing in the morning. Right? The Morning, you wake up. The first meal that you feed your body basically sets the tone for the rest of the day. So, if you wake up and the first thing that you feed your body with is you know something that's very high sugar, okay. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people go for I'll say high caffeine, high sugar, high fats, um, but unhealthy fats, you know, not the healthy fats that you eat, then you know you're actually basically not feeding your body with complete nutrients, you're feeding your body with. Mostly, you know, what people go for is some um, sugar, sugar dense, carbohydrate dense kind of food that actually is not, um, you know, it's actually not doing a good job for your blood sugar levels. Okay? So you go through the cycle of, you know, having your sugar levels spiked and then crashed and then up and down and roller coaster, right? Um, that sort of like motion. So that actually really kind of manipulates how you food all day long, and very often we offer sugar-dense or carbohydrate-dense, processed food-based kind of food, processed, you know, junk food-based food, very often that all of those things. And, you know, as a result, right, of putting all this junk food and sugar into your body and creates not only just weight gain, right, weight gain is a big, big uh, problem, but also creates a lot of complications. That definitely creates
0: health issues there. It is shocking how many people have sandwiches for lunch. It's just become like, that's what you do. You have potato and crisps, you have chocolate, you have a sandwich. Sandwich is just bread, right? I looked at a sandwich once and I thought, why is it when I eat a sandwich, it fills me up and I'm hungry, like half an hour later? And I looked at the sandwich and I just saw a thin piece of ham, a thin piece of chicken or bit cheese. I'm like, how the hell is that going to fill me up? That thin piece of cheese. Right. Most of that is the bread. That's what fills you up. But as if you put bread in a glass and it, it expands, right, that's why you feel full up. But then if you shake the glass around, all the bread just disperse into, like, nothing, right? And that's why you're hungry again, because essentially you're just drinking, it's going through as a liquid. And people eat sandwiches all the time, and then they have another snack later because they're hungry, and often when you're hungry... You don't want to have like an olive or bag of nuts and seeds that are healthy for you. You go for stuff that makes that taste good. And a lot of healthy stuff doesn't taste good. So you just go for sweets and chocolate. And it's that vicious circle of going up and down up and down and up and down. And all of that put together is turning into sugar, which is why people are so overweight. Like almost like half the world right, is overweight. And people say to me, God, you're so skinny. You need to put on some weight. I'm like, no, you're just fat. You eat... Look at the food you eat. Look at the foods I eat. Jungle men, man. this is what they all look like. Look like. They're not malnutritioned, it's just that they have to move and burn off the energy to hunt for new food, and when they get there, it's just like, you know, berries, seeds, nuts, and fish, and this is what we're supposed to look like. Um, I'm the normal weight for a, for a living human, it's just we're just seeing fat people all the time, and that's just the norm, it's fucking crazy. It
1: is. yeah it is, actually. Uh, you know what it is, Ray? Um, the choice that people make, the habit, their upbringing... Habit and the habit is how they have been. Through. It goes back to how everyone's been programmed. And how the kids eat these days at school, they, what, what are they fed on, you know, and the TV commercials and those social influences. Colorful cereals, and promoting colorful candies, and that rate. So you think about it as a kid, you start to get programmed, that's the food, colorful, the the yummy McDonald's type of like, that is, should go into your body. And no matter how, say some parents, you know, eat a kid, eat vegetables, kids don't want to listen because there's that social social influence as well, because everyone else around them is Potato chips and chocolates and Ola—that that is the, to them, that is the norm. So if you look at this, everybody, modern world, somehow programmed, programmed by, you know, the social standards, social influence, I don't know, false, uh, misleading, you know, promotion and promotion.
0: Uh, there, there seems to be a problem with the earphones, like it keeps cutting out. Like try taking it, tr- like taking it. Can you is there a mic on the laptop? Uh, the mic. Is, no, it's actually from my headphone. Actually, that sounds a lot better now. Maybe it's just because it's far away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. So that I'll sounds good. Put, I'll put it around me so that you know it's better. Okay, it's better, right? Okay.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a lot better.
1: Okay, great, great. Yes, gonna...
0: Haven't got a pair of Apple ones lying around.
1: Oh, no, no, I don't actually, because the Apple one will not connect with my laptop. Yeah,
0: actually. that's a lot clearer. Anyway, so continue?
1: Perfect. Yeah, so it goes to, you know, it basically goes back to the habits and also how the habits are programmed, programming into you, and that influences the choices. So the way I see it is that because I work with people who are overweight, I work with a lot of people who have health issues and even low self-esteem for the body, and a lot of women are struggling with body images and body insecurities. And I can see that a lot of it actually stems from habits, a lot of stems from the way you know they're programmed to have a very funny relationship with food.
0: Yeah, it's like I see so many people putting hours in the gym right and then they go and eat not necessarily unhealthy foods like mcdonald's and kfc but they're just eating the wrong foods like they're having just you know bread and pasta stuff that isn't really supposed to be in our body um are having like chips and just stuff that is not supposed to be in our body and it's like if only you knew that if you stopped eating that and actually fasted you would need to go to the gym it's like you put on the weight for eating the wrong foods You go to the gym to burn it off and then you eat the wrong foods again. Like when I started to fast, yeah, and I started to eat my specific keto meal, I lost a stone and a half. Now, I'm eight and a half stone, which is light anyway, right, for a 27-year-old. But I used to be 10 stone when I wasn't on this diet. So I significantly lost weight through fasting and also having this pure fat diet. So I tend to stay away from carbohydrates, sugars, things of salt, I pretty much just live off water one of my friends who I mentored I told her to just drink three liters of water every day and she cut out drinking diet coke and red bulls and energy drinks she no joke said she lost um about a stone and a half and I was like I haven't even got that's the first step of the system like drinking water's the first step next is diet and exercise but she lost the stone by drinking water because then you get too full up and you don't snack and People take for granted. You see snacks everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's adverts. People are eating just pasta and sandwiches and a chocolate bar. All that adds up. And it has to go somewhere. And your body can't use that as energy. So it just puts it to one side. And I'll deal with it later. And then you have another chocolate bar, another bag of crisps. And it's like, well, I'll deal with that later. And you've got all this fucking stuff to deal with, aka fat on the waist. That's just building up. And I honestly believe that people only age on the outside because they get fat and their skin stretches so like a balloon you blow it up it stretches when it goes down it doesn't go back to the same elasticity that it was um you know aging is actually on the inside and we know what you eat on the inside affects you on the outside but in terms of wrinkles i do believe that it's man-made and by what we do because if you look at really old um like say 80 year old jungle men they they're slim you wouldn't know what age they are but their skin's just They've got grey hair, of course, but their skin's just tight and it's good. And the only reason why you get stretch marks is because your skin had to like adapt to to the fat or the muscles. I believe that a lot of people who go to the gym, especially men, because they have excessive muscle, their skin stretches. That when they're older and they stop going to the gym like Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Rock, they're going to be very wrinkly. Because it's had to expand because of muscle and weight gain, and if you didn't expand muscle and you know put on weight, you would simply just have nice elasti- elasticity. Have you say that word, skin? You know. Firmness,
1: firmness in the skin. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what it is. It's very simple. It comes down to cells, and I speak about cellular nutrition a lot. Like what you feed your cells, right? If you feed your cells with good nutrition, then we're all made from, you know, trillions of cells, and very um, easily that your skin, you, know, better when your cells get rejuvenated, regenerated, repaired. Then, as a result, the outside, the appearance, automatically becomes better as well, right? And uh, I've actually seen cases where people who gone through weight loss transformation, and you know, their skin get better. And, yeah, just said. Uh, well, when they actually put in the right nutrients, you know, they basically replenish, like, collagen, right? right? And the protein collagen, which are actually two very important elements, biotin, to make up, you know, for the skin firmness. And all of those have to come from your food source what you put into your body. So it really comes down to taking the right nutrients for your body, for your cells. And it's as simple as that. And back to what you were saying before about, you know, how these days we're so we're surrounded by all these choices of snacks, food choices all the junk food that makes people fat and a lot of the food choices that are sugar based um, the the question i would like to ask is rather than looking at them and go pointing finger at all these food industries yes they have a certain responsibility because firstly they need to make money and then, secondly, uh, human technology has come to a point where we're so smart, we you know make we can always come up with artificial food, so that it tastes yummy, right? And they can you know make you addicted. So we're not going, we can't stop that, right? And we can fight and protest and complain about it as much as we can. That's not going to stop. As long as we're evolving, the food industry, the technology is evolving. We are always going to have probably more and more, I will say, artificially made things. Um, so now the question is, we're so smart and we have the technology. Are we going to implement the technology into, say, making more healthy food? And that's starting to happen. You know, I can see that there are, you know, uh, for example, the plant-based movement is very big right now, right? Uh, by the way, I'm vegetarian myself. So that there's a lab made kind of meat movement coming out, you know, because a lot of people crave eating uh, animal meat, but they don't want to slaughter animals, get it from the actual animal source. So, you know, it's a new thing. There's a lab made. That's technology as well. And uh, a lot lab kind of grown sort of plants. Okay. So my point is, you know, with the technology, I think it's probably better when you actually can fully utilize, capitalizing the technology for that, then making more and more, say, um, artificial flavoring, additive, kind of like food that actually makes us sick. And the next question is, how do we, how do we amplify? How do we amplify the the, the message, the education of eating healthy, feeding your body with the right food. So that's, that's where I kind of like, like to question. So, so that it's, it's not like we're in a battle with the food industry, but it's more like, you know, we're bringing the awareness for more people so they know how to choose the right food for themselves than just, you know, like sitting here and go, oh, those things, they're here to blame. What can we do to increase the awareness?
0: Yeah, everyone <clears throat> is simply blaming everyone else for all their problems government parents school everyone else no one is responsible for their own actions and it's easier said than done but if people just take responsibility for how they are then there wouldn't be any problems because if everyone dealt with their own issues there wouldn't be any issues because the issues are the things that you don't want and people forget that they are in control of their body yes you can go to the gym But you've got to understand, like, there's an actual underlining problem here, which is why are you going to the gym? Or because I'm big. Why are you big? Because I eat too much. It's not necessarily because you eat too much. You're eating the wrong foods. Like, as I said, your body's going to put aside the stuff that it can't deal with. And I I do believe that people, for example, right, disease can't live in an alkali state body, right? And so much food has acid. Like, it's just... You, your body has to build up its own acids to break down strong foods, So certain meats and whatever, you build up your own acids. But lots of food has so much acid in that that's going around your body. And it's not supposed to be in our body. And that's why there's so much disease, like so much disease, heart disease, like heart attacks, diabetes, Crohn's. It all comes from food. Um, Have you heard much about lectins?
1: Lectins, yes, I have.
0: No. So simple stuff like that, right? 90% of food has lectins in that we all eat. And lectins are basically, as you know, a drug in itself. It says, give me more of that. So you put a Dorito in your body and the lectins in the Dorito are like, give me more Doritos. So you eat more Doritos. So I do believe that, you know, the mind can control pretty much everything. But the biology side of it, it's like... The disease is going to spread, you know, mind or not. It's like if if a mushroom on a tree, that's like fungus, right? It's going to keep dividing. Um, So you can't really do anything but remove that fungus, as in not eat the foods that have lectins in. Because when it's in your body, it's going to want more. Um, But it's tricky because I used to be addicted to crisps growing up. And I now look back and I realize that all those crisps are pretty much potato and corn full of lectins. And I literally just used to keep eating crisps after crisps. and my body just lived in a crisp state, not only the sh- the salt and the flavorings of the MSG, but just the lectins and the crisp. And I used to just keep eating them. And I went through like crisp bands for like months and I just wasn't craving them anymore. And just like, you know, smoking and alcohol, you've got to give your body a chance to recover. That's why fasting for me is so incredible and i do believe that anyone can lose weight by fasting and eating like the correct food whether it's keto whether it's vegetarian or vegan forget the reason or the cause behind the, the vegan diet but the vegan food is just simply natural foods people can lose weight if they fast give them their body a chance to burn off the the fat that's there and eat the correct foods your body will start to like like a like a machine if you get the right oil it will just start to regenerate and start working again we're giving it all the wrong oils like even a petrol car diesel it's not going to do anything it's just going to sit there fasting is powerful man it really is and yet like people apart from religious people i don't think people unless you're in the fitness world choose to do it because they like food too much and it's not that they like food too much it's the food you're putting in wants more of the food you gave it it's the lectins again you know
1: yeah, I think it also uh, it also kind of has a lot to do with the lifestyle as well. You know, like a lot of people, due to the lifestyle, you know, they mentally, you know, they mentally just uh, reject fasting. And I, I get this a lot. A lot of people are very curious about fasting. A lot of people have tried, and I myself have tried as well. And um, you know, it's. Uh, I'll say that you know when someone wants to fast, uh, I always suggest them to prepare for it first before fasting don't just jump into it because it could be very dangerous right if they don't know how to do it properly and they're not well prepared and also you know with their lifestyle you know a lot of times they, they can focus you know they, they really basically can't function at work or, or whatever it is it that they're doing so you know like when people come to me and talk to me about fasting i'm talking about people who are curious they want to attempt this for whatever reason I always tell them that you need to know why you're fasting. First. Don't do it because everyone else is doing it. You have to be sure that with guidance, you know. So you know how to do it. You research first, okay? like yourself. You've done it yourself. You understand, you know, the science behind it. What is it doing to your body? But there are a lot of people out there, you know, really don't know how to do it. They just found on Google. They hear about it all the time <clears throat> on the internet. And, you know, like, for me, like, I'm always very mindful with my, my community and everybody. And I am mindful of what I'm saying. And, you know, like, I'm not someone who's, um, like, my practice is different to yours, which is completely fine. I embrace all different practices. And when people come to me for advice on, like, all these different types of diet, you know, like, I give them all the pros and cons. That's what I do. Right. Like, you know, it's good. This is good for that. Right. But at the same time, you got to be careful. This could also cause all these things. Right. So you have to kind of see what is um, what is important for you right now. What is your goal? Right? And what does your body need? And what, what does your health transformation, your body transformation need at this stage? Is this the right thing for you? So that's what I always give them, you know, everything. Every choice, every methodology, food choice, and all that, there's pros and cons. There's always a pros and cons in everything. And um, with what's happening in the world right now, it, I don't think we will ever be in a utopia. <laughs> it would be ideal if everybody can eat well, if everybody can be healthy, and you know, uh, but I don't think we'll ever be in that utopia. That's the reality. But which is why, you know, uh, we need more people, more conscious souls like yourself, like the community we are in to, you know, to to empower more people to start to live more consciously, right, and to make the right decisions. Um, so we can actually create that balance. I'm always, I'm very big on the yin-yang balance. And, um, you know, in certain situations, the, the positive, the conscious and the positive power can definitely overtake the negative power but there will never be an absolute uh, i should say a perfect world where everybody can be like happy and healthy i don't think that exists
0: (laughs) no so like there is no there's no such thing as a perfect or a non-perfect world it's different tribes different cultures different lifestyles doing something which is not the same as what you're doing so it's seen as difference when it's just a different way of living um you're right fasting without giving yourself the correct food it's a disaster because you're going to feel so shit and that's going to be a reason to go back to your pattern you can't just eat the food that you're eating and fast because you want to lose weight because your body has got the wrong food in it anyway and now you're not giving it food for say 16 hours and and so now it hasn't got the hasn't got enough food plus you've got the wrong food you're going to feel even more tired so for me the keto diet was the perfect transition between stop eating carbs and sugars and the foods i used to eat give myself the correct food the fats so now my body can burn off the correct energy when i'm fasting and it can use the ketones as energy when i haven't got the food and when it uses the ketones you just like take all the fats in that body right and burn it off because you haven't eaten for quite a while and you yeah the, the the ketogenic diet mixed with the fasting is the perfect yin and yang recipe it's like if you don't have one without the other it's not gonna work and it's fine it's 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 the precise reason somebody who wants an excuse not to do it will go back and you're right you need to know why you're fasting you can't just do it because you're told by your coach you're gonna lose weight because everyone's started to do it if you do something without the knowledge your brain is always going to find a reason against it because it wasn't your thought initially but if it's your thought initially and you say tell me why i'm doing this tell me how to do it why do i need to eat these foods why can't i just <clears throat> eat these foods and, and fast and through knowledge and understanding you gain control of your decisions and now when you're hungry at say 10 o'clock looking at the clock thinking fuck two hours left you've got a reason to keep going for till 12 rather than just thinking, oh, I'm just going to have a snack. Why not? And you give in. And it all comes down to discipline and the mind, which is another thing. There's all good knowing about why you're fasting. But if you have got a weak mind where you give in easily, that's also not going to be very good to get you to 12 o'clock. And in the early stages, I used to be really hungry. And I realized something my whole life when I was hungry growing up, I used to eat. I did not know by drinking water like quite a lot of water because our stomach's quite big right and when the acids build up you can't just have a mouthful you've literally got a down like 500 milliliters of water you neutralize the acids and that hunger feeling disappears and what's amazing is if i look back and i think how many times was i hungry and i just ate a sandwich or pack a crystal chocolate right if i just drunk the water how much better i would have felt i wouldn't have had to eat i wouldn't have had that spike in energy levels it's really fascinating how people need to drink water when they're hungry instead of eating. It's fascinating how you literally go right and suddenly you'll go left. It's fucking incredible how I don't feel hungry when I drink water. It's phenomenal. It literally is.
1: Very often, uh, we are just thirsty. We're not hungry. We're just thirsty. Um, you know, so you just go for water and it's not really hunger. Again, you know, like I mentioned before, it's really the habit. You know, Whenever you feel something is missing you offer for food you know snack and snack is always very abundant in, in any situation in the office or in at home right and if you drink the right amount of water um you will not be dehydrated and you will not be like uh, how should, your body would not send out that craving signal right that okay i'm dehydrated right now so feed me with something and without the right knowledge and the right sort of like, nutritional habits that people go for um, instead of drinking and obviously making your body acidic again right and um, so yeah drinking is drinking water is a big thing you know definitely uh just before this hangout session i was actually just talking to some of my my clients going <laughs> my program about water and you know they it, it's very funny to see how you know people struggle with that and then they, they try to bargain arguing with me at the beginning that, oh, can I not drink this much? Can I just drink this bit? My body cannot handle so much. And I said that. Oh. Because a lot of people don't have the habit of drinking water. And then suddenly you give them a water task to do. They just feel like, oh my God, this is this is the hardest challenge. How am I going to put all this water into my body? And it's actually very simple. You just sip on the water gradually. You don't have to down. You're yourself in like one liter, two liter at one time. And that is not healthy, by the way, you know, if you down over a liter, you know, like in 30 minutes or in a short period of time, you know, uh, constantly, you know, your body could get intoxicated, actually. So and also it's harmful for the kidney, Um, you know, so when you break it down for everybody, like, hey, you know, if you have to do three liters a day, uh, you simply just, you know, divide into different time interval and then remind yourself you have to bind yourself with the discipline. So that it reprograms you and you get into the habit, you develop the the, the discipline of drinking, say, you know, like 200 mil at every, you know, say 15 minutes. And then, you know, um, what I usually do, it's a very simple way of tracking is I get everybody to get a one liter water bottle or I have this one here. It's um, two liters. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yours is like, what? Is that two liters or one liter? I can't see.
0: This is... Um, this is one litre. What's yours? Two. I have
1: a two litre one.
0: Oh, wow.
1: You see how big it is? Compared yeah. To my yeah. So I carry this with me all the time. Yeah, same. And a lot of my clients carry one of these as well. And, you know, you see the marking here. And I'll tell them, you know, I usually give them a timetable so they can follow it. About what time you need to finish that. And then you have your lunch. And then after lunch, you fill up again. And then you drink this. And, um, you know, so... If this is a task they have to follow. If they don't see that bottle emptied, then they know that okay, not on track today. And over time, uh, that habit is built up, and they start to see the benefits. You know, once they follow that, you know, for a little while, say twenty one days, you know, build up a new habit, <laughs> they can see oh, start wow, to have better toileting, my bowel movements better. right I feel a lot lighter. Uh, because your body, the water goes in and helps your body. Detox and cleanse, essentially. And skin's better. helps with the weight loss and everything. All these benefits they can really see. Once people see the benefit, they will want to drink more water. And and obviously by then, the habit's already been built, right? Yeah, water is essence. And we are, 60, 70% of our body is made up by water. And the beautiful thing is, our body is like Earth, planet Earth. What planet Earth is like is exactly like our body. And on Earth, there's about 60%, 70% of water, the ocean, exactly the same as our body. So if we don't, you know, if we don't nourish it, it's going to be a drought and there will be a disaster happening. So, and when you visually think about our body as, you know, Mother Earth, as the planet Earth, you're like, aha, uh-huh, right, okay, I need to take care of this.
0: I tell people like you wouldn't give your plant milk. You wouldn't feed your plants Coke or Red Bull. It just would it would fucking die. It just wouldn't grow. We are no different to that plant. So you give yourself Red Bull, Coke, milk. It's not gonna grow. And think about how people don't really get much sleep to remove toxins. The only other way is to give your body water to remove toxins through your kidneys, right? And yet people aren't drinking water. So you're giving your brain Red Bull, Coke, everything, but The actual thing that it needs, just like we're eating all the wrong foods when we simply just should be eating like, you know, nuts, olives and berries. Just take it back to like years and years ago, like everything's just gone to pot with the influence of so many different people. Um, Your body will recover just like if you water a plant that has brown leaves, it will start to grow. It will recover. And people think it happens overnight. You have to, as you said, it takes like 21 days for a pattern to change, for you to get into a routine, for your brain to, to, to get into a new pattern. It doesn't happen overnight. And people want change now. And if they don't have a reason to move forward, they will always revert back. Like they have to come to you and say, tell me how to lose weight. And you say, drink water. And they'll keep following you because you said you've got to do it for 21 days. And they'll see results. And they trust you, they want change, and they follow, they see results. And then the other half is you tell them to drink water, and they say, why? Why have I got to do this? Why, 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 why? If you're asking why, fortunately, you're just going to relapse, unfortunately. If somebody says to you how, they will often make it through that 21 days. And as you said, you have to change people one by one, change yourself and change others around you. Like, for example, you change yourself, five people ask, how did you do that? and then you've got 20 other people around you who you're telling why they should do that those people unfortunately won't follow unless you're telling them and the five people who ask you will then tell five people so yeah it all starts from from within from that one seed spreading out you know the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and i have truly understood that you can't change the world but you can only change five people you can change five people and then when you think about that it's it's a, a weight off your shoulder because you want to help so many people, you see so much problems and you know the answers and you realize you can't help these people unless they ask to be helped, sadly. And it's a peace when you realize this um, and you just focus on purifying yourself and then purifying others. who want to be purified.
1: <laughs> 100%, 100%. Yes, every change starts from ourselves, right? Be the change that we want to see. So, you know, it, it's, it's like you said, it's planting the seeds. And also um, you know, when it comes to health transformation, personal wellness transformation, it actually starts from, it actually doesn't start from the methods like we tell people how you do it. It starts from the mindset. It starts from here. Um, I've come across a lot of cases where you give them the how-to, you give them the methods, the strategies, they don't go and follow it. You know, like it doesn't matter what they follow. They could still go and search for another method and go around and all day long and jumping from one method to another never lose the way for example or never really got better It essentially comes down to the mindset you know the the mind tells them that they don't want to do it the mind tells them that they just want to be entertained you know uh, with the idea and until the mindset work has been done then it will be easier for them to follow the the method right like I, I love the 80 20 rule that we always speak about I mean firstly at the beginning of our hangout, I spoke about 80% nutrition, 20% fitness. Okay, that's one 80-20 rule. And another 80-20 rule is the 80% mindset and 20% method, right? So the method, at the end of the day, is just 20% of the whole equation. But 80% comes down to what you know, what your mindset is like. You know what, how inspired, how motivated, how driven you are. And also all this crap going on inside, the conditioning, the upbringing, uh, you know, the beliefs, the thoughts, everything, you know, that it all stems from that, you know, everything comes from that. And very often I've found that with my clients, those who have done better, you know, better mindset foundation work, the, the weight loss journey becomes a lot easier for them. It just flows, you know, with no resistance, with... I'll no, but little resistance with less road bumps. Those who don't have the mindset or have not laid the foundation, the, the, the mindset foundation are always, always gonna encounter road bumps and always gonna have high resistance. And no matter what methods you give them, they cannot follow through, no discipline. So, you know, it's, yeah. So that if you zoom out and look at the whole picture, it's simple, you know, just most people lacking the mindset. And uh, the first thing about mindset is the why, right? Why do you want to do it? And, you know, rather than, like, okay, I want to do this Okay, let's do it this way. You know, you drink the water, you eat like that, and blah, 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 right? I, I don't jump straight into the method because a lot of times people are not ready. They're, they're not ready. Like you said, you know, they can only be changed if the part of the mindset, part of their Part of, how should say, the heart is telling them that, you know, I have a good reason to change myself this time um, because whatever their reason is, and that reason has to be so strong that, you know, that it makes them cry, that, you know, they will not find excuses. So, yeah, so this is where the mindset part comes in.
0: I'm very against things like liposuction and all these man-made things to make you lose weight. It literally is like having a broken leg and then t- putting a steroid in your leg and then going for a walk, right? These things to the outside seem like you've got what you wanted, but you are the exact same person as you were before. It's going to become a point where you know you shouldn't be eating these certain foods and you're eventually going to tell yourself no so much where that thought is going to just build and build and build in your mindset that you're just going to suddenly binge because you have that thought that you've told yourself no because I shouldn't and it's going to do even worse so you feel like you've lost the weight on the outside but your mindset is exactly the same now You've got all these thoughts in your head because you are the same person. You're telling yourself no. It's like telling a child no. Telling a dog no, you can't have that. He doesn't understand why. And what happens when you tell a child no? He just keeps asking why. And that thought in your head will keep going round and round and round until you just binge on a bar of chocolate or something. So every problem... Even like a Faruka, right? I had a Faruka, right? And I was picking off the top bit and it kept growing back. I didn't understand why. I thought, okay, black dot's gone. Faruka's gone. And it grew back. And I said to my mum, why the fuck have I sought this Faruka? She says it's a root. I didn't know it was a root. And so you've got to go to like the one dot. It's like you have five dots, right? And that goes to four to three to two to one. I thought, okay, well, I've now got three. I had five, so it's going down. I picked the one off and it grows to three. I'm like, what the hell? So it, it all starts from one cellular root and i realized that we all energy energy you know and if you're a negatively charged person you're weak in energy so it's hard to get yourself into a pattern of mindset in order to change but it's a vicious circle because you need to change your diet and your lifestyle in order to give yourself some like boost in energy so it's well how do i get myself there if i need to change my diet but i need um willpower in order to change my diet to get my energy levels there and that comes with somebody forcing you out or, or dragging you out. Like that's when you need that that parent discipline. And then we realise afterwards, actually, my dad was right. I, he was right. I should have. I should. I should have done that. Sometimes you need a little bit of force to get people out. Not in in a bad control way, but for their own good way. And if you truly believe what you're doing is going to benefit them, and they will end up saying, "Thank you for forcing me to drink this water. Thank you." It's a risk worth taking because at the end of the day, it makes you feel good. It changes their life. And some people just need a a punch in the mouth to sort themselves out. You know, bully. They all say best way to to stop someone bullying you is to punch him in the face. Like tell the teacher doesn't work. They need to feel the pain that you are feeling. Okay, it goes back to the basics. Two animals fighting over a female fighting over territory. They need to have their face ripped off in order to back down okay laws and governments are good and policing are good but the reality is that a lot of problems exist because we don't have a have a way out we don't have that shit i can't do that again because it's just someone's there to clean up our mess you know if you get fat liposuction if, if you you know it's just no one has no one's addressing the core problem in anything anymore
1: mm, great actually i just want to point out something that uh, when it comes to any changes whether uh, it's like, you know, life change, well-being change, uh, the first thing that anybody should think about is, we're talking about mindset before, right, is the the long-term, the long-term sustainability, right? Um, when it comes to, like, all those methods, like liposuction or, like, surgical kind of, like, uh, how should I say, quick fix, it's, it's really just for an... Um, superficial, and short-term, you know, short-term fix, basically, quick short-term fix. It's not going to fix, you know, the root, like you said, the root of the, um, the problem. It's not going to fix the mindset, and it is not long-term, okay, because uh, you're still, for example, living an unhealthy lifestyle, <clears throat> just because you got rid of all the excessive weight that a lot of the, the main issues are not fixed, right? So um, I like to always think about, you know, what is a long-term growth? You know, long-term growth, uh, sustainability, and also a long-term lifestyle. You know, everything that I do with my community um, has to lead to a long-term you know, lifestyle. Then, okay, you're doing, I don't know, crash diet right now. It's great because you're going to look great for your sister's wedding next month. Okay, what happens after that? If you gain the knowledge and you know, all the things that you need to sustain yourself like this, and to keep yourself healthy for the rest of your life right are you able to help other people to live like that or you're essentially just coming here for quick fix you're gonna go back to what you were doing before right so those are the things that also comes into the whole mindset work as well and laying the foundation and uh, sustainability is definitely something that everybody should think about as part of the foundation and once the foundation is strong then you know the twenty percent of the method just flows, you know, and you know that. Okay, great. I'm gonna go with this method here, say with this coach particularly, and you know, stick with that and get my results. And you will have a long-lasting. It's a long-lasting result, which is not only just in the body, but you know, in the awareness, in the mindset, and in the whole well-being. That's what I'm passionate about.
0: Like seriously. Diet is literally, somebody said to me the other day, we are following the nutrition leader to our death, right? Meaning we are eating so much stuff and so much of the wrong stuff that we don't understand that that is why everyone's got disease. Like if we were eating the correct foods, we would live for long, healthy lives. Yeah, I fast now and I don't think that I will ever not fast again because I look back right and I think when I was it was eight o'clock in the morning I've been thinking about food all night thinking about having a midnight snack if I eat the midnight snack I still got stomach acids in the morning or breaking it down so I'm hungry in the morning and if I don't eat my mind is still thinking of food which is creating the stomach acids it's a vicious circle and I would eat in the morning right and and I just keep eating like unnecessarily eating for like four hours between eight in the morning to 12 in the afternoon unnecessarily eating it cost more money i was shitting more i actually had less energy i've got more energy when i fast if i go if i fast till say two in the afternoon as opposed to 12 sometimes i used to when i was podcasting i feel even better i feel even better the longer i fast um 50% of people like these, they say the cancer statistic is like two in one in two people get cancer or whatever. And it's like, you have to understand why is everyone now getting diseases so much more than they did, like say 20 years ago. And it comes down to diet almost every single time. And Dr. Gundry, I don't know whether you know that person. He was the guy who learned about lectins and shit. He taught me so much about food and nutrition along with fasting And how he fasts and how he eats a very, like, keto diet, has certain foods, doesn't have certain foods. He literally looks 20 years younger than he did 20 years ago, and he's 20 years older. And I want to live, I want to be the oldest person on the planet, right? And I am so aware that the things I do right now affects me tomorrow. Like, fasting slows down aging. It, honestly, like, diet and fasting is a it's a godsend it literally is it's weird to think how you'd feel so much better with less food when people eat food when they haven't got any energy but it's just knowledge it all comes down to knowledge um knowledge is powerful
1: definitely definitely. yeah so uh i'm actually very curious like when you do you know your one-on-one coaching with your clients right do you also teach them to you know change their diet as part of you know the uh, transformation
0: so right now i don't do one-on-one coaching it's something that i want to do i'm leading up to it but i'm somebody who hasn't had a tendency to jump from a to b as you said they quick fix here quick fix there change your diet vegan keto liposuction do this do that i was that person so i'm really grounded now where i'm doing my podcasts and then I'll go on to other things because otherwise I'll just go fucking million miles an hour. yeah. But when I used to teach people like, say, three years ago at when I had a part time job, I would have a system and it would always be like, for example, tidy your room. Don't throw things on the floor, hang it up, go to bed at the same time, sleep without a pillow, sleep with no curtains, drink water all the time, eat a certain amount of food rather than overeating fast and put together all these systems together because they all go into one thing what was the question i forgot
1: oh no about, about eating yeah because it sounds like you are very passionate about you know your um your your diet right you know your current diet and do you actually advocate you know when when it comes to like you know the people around you do you advocate you know what you eat and also um empower you know empower your circle with the um, the diet practice that you have
0: yeah so as you said it's about the mindset first you can't just tell somebody to start eating healthily if they've got a shitty bedroom floor like you have to understand it's the mind before the physical body so tidying the room gets their mind focused and order ordered for that change and diet is the central part because you need to get the mindset ready first And then the diet, because if you've got a weak mindset, you're going to relapse. You're just going to lay in bed, eat a bag of Doritos and throw it on the floor. Whereas if your bedroom's tidy, then you won't throw it on the floor. But more importantly, hopefully you won't eat the Doritos. So the diet ends up changing the mood and the energy levels, right? Um, It changes the energy levels in your mood. And now you feel really good and you look around and you've got a nice clean bedroom and everything's in order. Now you've got two out of three rather than just jumping to stage two. Um, but, yeah, diet is so important. I, I I say, you know, fast. No, Don't do, like, the 16-hour fast. Simple, something like eat, stop eating after 8. Most people eat after 8. Like, eat before bed. Forget the morning fast. Just stop eating, like, after 8, right? And then you would go on to eating at 9, then 9.30, then 10, then 10.30, then 11. You can't just go from, like eating like cocoa pops at eight until like not eating at 12 it's going to be very hard even for me a strong-minded human was hard for me things take change and then eventually you go into 12 now i could easily fast till two i literally could fast till two like it's so easy to do easy said than done of course but yeah fasting eating the right food is the amazing it just changes everything it affects your mood your energy you have so much more energy like energy that can store in you rather than go out into the food like rather than burning energy burning the food the energy isn't it just stays in you because there's nothing to burn so now you're supercharged. like it's like driving a petrol car without burning any petrol it's like you can go for a lot longer did it answer definitely. your question
1: yes definitely definitely <laughs> yes you know it, it, it's great that you know we have this talk um And I hope a lot of people get to, you know, watch this and get the message. And, you know, the message can get out there to impact a lot of people's, you know, lifestyle, right? You know, hopefully after, you know, listening to this uh, podcast, you know, people want to start to drink more water and start to eat better. And little changes here and there can go a long way. And, you know, like the the more we spread the message about, you know, healthy eating, better nutritional habits and mindsets the more, you know, yes, the more positivity there will be, you know, when it was diet has changed. Yeah, so um, all of the, I have to get ready soon for my next call. So if there's anything else you want to chat about, then, you know, we can, is it okay that we wrap it up in like five minutes?
0: Yeah, yeah, quickly plug anything you want to plug right now. <clears throat> and then we'll just talk until you have to go to the end.
1: <clears throat> no problems. Like, um, I'm also very interested to know, like, you know, from your perspective, right, what is, um, like, what is energy to you? Because energy, yes, you know, it comes from food, right? But also, um, energy can also come from a lot of other sources. I just want to know from your experience and your practice, how do you gain energy? From
0: food? So one without the other is, is the same, right? You need the biology and the physics because we are phys- we are physical thing. We're not just energy anymore. So you need positive energy. To give you that high vibration, which means your body can move quicker and you have more energy to do stuff. But you need a good diet to give your muscles the the, 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 the fuel it needs after you've burnt the energy. So you need uh, biology and physics. You need the diet and energy. So happiness, positive energy. Basically, happiness, feeling good is an energy source as itself. OK. But then food, you now have twice the amount of energy because when you have energy, you want to move. And if you haven't got the right food to to replace your, you know, the the cells that have been used, you're just going to you're going to get tired. But if you have good food like I do and happiness, you literally can walk a mountain and you feel like you haven't done anything like you literally can keep going. So happiness and diet creates like unlimited energy. Obviously, it's not unlimited, but so much energy. Is, oh, wow. is created by positive vibration happiness and diet it's it's a combination of both it's like going to kfc and getting chicken wings and chips it comes together you know what
1: i mean it's <laughs> a combo right the the energy combo so the happiness and the diet that's great maybe that could be the title for this podcast
0: <laughs> yeah uh, quickly like say any social medias websites that you want to do in case you run out of time like plug promote whatever you want to do right now
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. So right now, I'm very passionate about uh, growing my body confidence movement. And, um, you know, we have a club called the Body Confidence Club. So I'm growing that worldwide right now. And um, it's actually for ladies only. Okay. And uh, I have a lot of like, you know, uh, men, you know, in my community. So um, they're, you know, plugged into another, you know, another community. So I have two. One is Body Confidence Club and one is Body Confidence Builders. So uh, for gentlemen, you know, who wants to come into the community, you can uh, go to my private Facebook group and I'll probably give Oliver the link. And I don't know where you want to put it down, uh, where you can go and find me. I go in there and do daily coaching. So in body confidence, builder group. I do daily uh, life coaching and give golden nuggets about, you know, how to build body confidence, nutrition, mindset and fitness. Um, yeah so that's what I'm growing right now and I am very very passionate about empowering women so focused on you know empowering women from all of the world from different backgrounds to basically build confidence for themselves but firstly start from the confidence for the body how to battle and conquer body image and body struggles and insecurities and then from there um, to find you know their own purpose and their happiness and self-love so that the transformation i'm helping the ladies to build is not just the body transformation but it's a total mind mind and body transformation so um, that's what i'm working on right now very happy that a lot of the ladies in my community are getting amazing profound results already i'll be sharing that on my facebook more and um yeah so um Everyone's welcome to come and check out my channel, my YouTube channel, Authentic Energy. And if you go to Facebook or Instagram, just search Authentic Energy. That is my wellness brand. You know, so um, Authentic Energy is essentially body confidence. If you search Authentic Energy, you can find me there. And any, anything that you want to know about mindset development, uh, body confidence, healthy lifestyle, Happy lifestyle, positive energy. You can find it on my channel. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Anything else you want to say before I stop the recording?
1: I think that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much
0: for, you know, uh, making,
1: inviting me to your podcast. It's been a pleasure actually speaking about diet and, you know, fasting and different things that are very important and a lot of people need to hear. You know, I, I love that, you know, I love what you're doing right now and keep going. You know, it can definitely grow and, you know, reach out to millions and millions of people i'm very very grateful for your time and your 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 love and care for everyone
0: yes. amazing i'm gonna press stop okay and i'm gonna say goodbye to this right there okay if you've enjoyed this episode i have many more for you to listen to so go back and have a look at the old ones also make sure that you have subscribed and notifications are turned on so you know when i've released a new one follow me on instagram yes king oliver have a great day